This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Knock that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Celebrate the holidays at Hale Varsity Club with an exciting lineup of holiday-themed events like Ugly Christmas Sweater Karaoke and Holiday Music Bingo, plus happy hour all day on New Year's Eve during college football bowl games. Hale Varsity Club has something for everybody. Stop in this month to try our new menu items like the Nashville Hot Honey Chicken, Crispy Breaded Wings, and the Benning Burger. It's a spicy burger named after Damon Benning. Visit HaleVarsityClub.com for the full event calendar and make a reservation now. Here's to the great American settlers, the millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, hey, I'm no settler, I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hot Off The Mess. I am your host, Samantha Bush. I hope everyone had a great weekend. I heard, you know, I on Twitter, Instagram, social media, everything like that, that the Northeast was having a little bit of a hurricane over the weekend. And I was just talking to my producer, Debbie, about this is like, People in Michigan complain about the weather. Like in the winter, we complain about it being cold or cloudy or whatever. But it's like, shut the fuck up. Like that's what winter is. But like other than that, I, we really don't have severe weather. Like I like I can't imagine having to like – like how people in Florida, they have stuff already in their houses to like board up for hurricanes. Like that's just like part of like the seasonal cycle. And I just think that that is insane Another reason I would never move to Florida. No offense to anyone that lives in Florida, but you know, that type of weather is just like not for me. Like it, it's too hot. It's too humid. I just, I'm also not really like a summer person at all, but anyways, so my weekend was good. I, uh, what did I do Friday? Oh, Friday. I had a friend's birthday. It was fun. Uh, well, okay. Let's define fun. I love the person whose birthday it was. Love, love, love. Great guy. I was with my best friend who I hadn't seen because she was in on vacation. So I was excited to see her. But then I was, you know, there were a couple of people at the table that were questionable. Really quick. I don't know if anyone else experiences this, but sometimes when people are being like really rude to my face, I sense it. Like I can pick it up, but I, I never have like a reaction in the moment because like I'm too blown away that this is like happening to me that I'm just like, wait, did that just 
So we're at this dinner and it's with people I haven't seen in a while, nor do I talk to them really. Like, it's just like, we have this mutual friend in common, like whatever. So my friend's birthday it was, he was like celebrating like my most recent accomplishments. And I was like thinking like, that was so nice. And then another person at the table was like, oh, well, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, well, I write. And like, before I could even like finish a thought, this person said some rude shit to me. And I was blown. Like I I was, you guys should have seen my face. It was insane. The things that this person said, they were like, oh, are you like a writer? Like, do you like write like for, and like, he was like mocking like Sports Illustrated and Cosmo, like that they were like women's like, it was just so fucking rude and passive aggressive. And it was just out of nowhere. And I was blown the fuck away. I had no idea what to say to this person because it's like, if I did write for Sports Illustrated or Cosmo, which by the way, I have, it, that's an accomplishment. It's cool as fuck. Like, what do you do sit all day? Like you sit at the computer and like watch stocks go up and down. Shut the fuck up. I was so, I'm like heated again, like thinking about it because in the moment I truly was like, is this happening? Is this person like really like mocking what I do to my face? Because it's not like the cookie cutter, like standard of what. So in Michigan, I don't know how it is anywhere else, but in like the Midwest, I think specifically, there's this like, basically a schedule you should live your life by. I don't know if schedule is the right word. I'm, you know, I'm pretty wound up. I I wasn't expecting really to talk about this. This was not on my notes. I don't really know how I ended up here, but I just have to like vent really quick. Okay. So there's this like way people in the Midwest, I think specifically live their life. Like they go to high school and then they go to college and then they probably meet someone in college. Then they probably get engaged afterwards and then they get married and then they have kids. So then they probably have two kids by the time they're 30. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I also don't like when that mentality is like used to judge others that don't live their life like that. Like, because I didn't do those things or because I don't have a quote unquote typical job, it doesn't make me a joke. And that's how it felt in the moment is I was like, is this person like mocking me because I, you know, I'm not like a PA or I'm not a, you know, like a tip. Like, I don't, I don't think writing is not a typical job. Do I think posting on Instagram is a typical job? No, but in what is typical? Like we are in 2021, like grow the fuck up. Like people have different jobs. They have different sources of income. Like you're, and also you're miserable. You're fucking miserable. You're so negative. Like I was, so then my best friend is across the table from me. She's had like several drinks at this point, bless her. And she was like, ready to rage like she knew she knows me so well so she knew my ass was just confused because I couldn't believe this is why when people ever ask me could you ever be on a Bravo show or house no like I don't handle that stuff well because I'm just like huh like I can't believe it's happening to me but my friend was like ready to fucking lose it she would like looked at me across the table she's like we're gonna talk about this later and I was like just like okay because I was like did that just happen like her and I have like we can like speak to each other without speaking. And I was like, that was fucking whack. Like that was crazy. Cause it, it wasn't just those one comments of like, oh, do you do this? And I was like, 
huh? Like, I was like, I'm sorry, what are you asking? And he was like, do you write like 10 ways on like how to, what did he say? Oh, it was like 10 ways on how to like choke your girlfriend while you're having sex or something. And I was like, what the fuck is this person talking about? So of course, like I make a joke. I'm like, oh yeah, I should pitch that. Like, what am I even saying? I don't even know. I like blacked out because I was so confused. I'm sorry for the rant, but I just think that that shit is so rude. And it's like, this is why I don't hang out with these people. I don't know if, I don't know if anyone else feels this way, but I feel like COVID, I'm actually sure a lot of people feel this way. What the fuck am I talking about? I think in COVID, a lot of people realized like that time is really precious and that the people that they choose to be around, they want to enjoy the company that they're around. And like, so I'm very, very protective over my time, especially like when it comes to dating or like, or whatever. Like I am very, like I said, I'm very protective over that. So it's like, if I don't fuck with you, like if I realized during COVID that why are, why are we doing this? Like, why are we doing this song and dance? Like we both, like, we're not vibing. Like what, I mean, what are we, what are we talking about? I don't want to sit at this fucking table with you. So then he came to our end of the table to talk to another friend. He says to my, I'm like using the word friend a lot. So sorry. Drink every time I see the word friend. He says to my best friend across from me, like, oh, how are you doing? And she, of course, was like, just so you know, Sam is like very accomplished and she has a real job. Like, I just want you to know. And he was like, Okay. Cause she was like, I cannot fucking believe that he just said that to you. And I was like, girl, it's, it's fine. It's like, I don't sweat it. I think it's rude as fuck, but I don't, I'm not going to sweat it. I say that as I say, I'm not going to sweat it as I'm talking about it three days later, like still heated. Okay. I really need to get over it. But I just think that that shit is just so rude. I think people need to broaden their horizons. I think people need to shut their mouth. I struggle when it's like passive aggressive like that. Cause it's like, if I say something at the table to defend myself, then I could be seen as like a bitch or I could be seen as like, you know, oh, you're too sensitive or whatever. And I was like, this just isn't worth it to me and my energy. No, 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 no. So that was my Friday. And then Saturday I had my friend's engagement party. One of my really good friends just got engaged July, I think. And so, yeah, it was good. Everyone there was vaccinated because they have like a lot of older family members. (laughs) So (laughs) it was at her fiance's grandma's house, her his bubby's house. They're Jewish. And I was like getting ready to leave. And she's like the cutest thing. She's so fun. And like, I just loved her. And she was like, honey, she's like, are you single? And I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, bubby. (laughs) Sure am. And she was like, she's like, we have to find you someone. And then she started like kind of shouting to the party that I'm convertible. Um, So I love that. I mean, I love, you know, having the prospects. I love having Bubby trying to set me up. It was like really sweet and so, so funny. And it was just a good time. But then I posted about this on my Instagram yesterday, but I need to talk about it on here. (sighs) Tagged photos. I, listen, I want to make this very clear. The person that tagged me in this photo is my friend's fiance. So like, he's a man. He doesn't think, he's not thinking. He just thought, oh, this is a photo of everyone that was at the engagement party. Not, oh my God, who looks good in this picture? Because he wouldn't have posted it if he even thought about that. I 
thought. I wore this like cute yellow dress. It was a lot more yellow than I anticipated when I bought it online. But it's like cute, it has like flowers. Greg Bennett DM'd me and he told me that I looked like an extra from Big Love, which if you don't know what that is, please Google. Um, it is very, it's whatever. So it's like very prairie dress vibes, uh, but cute. And so I, I was feeling cute. Like I thought I looked good. I mean, I took some selfies. I went in the bathroom, took a mirror selfie at Bubby's house. And then uh, there's this photo that he posted where I don't know why I'm crouching. I don't know why I'm doing that crouch thing. Like it's like where the guys are standing in the back, but like you don't want to like all be in a line. So you kind of got to like, you know, figure it all out. And it's like, I'm crouching down and I look ridiculous. And people were messaging me and they were like, this is so fucking relatable because it's like, is that what I look like to people? I would be, I'm so upset. It like really threw me for a loop yesterday. I mean, whew, that picture was rough times, real rough times. Like the dress looked bad. My hair looked insane. It like my, my face. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Roly Polioli, the cartoon, but there was a family in Roly Polioli. So the Roly Polioli is for circles. And then they had friends who were boxes. And I was the box family yesterday or in this photo, like my, it just was a tough angle, uh, real tough, but okay. So enough about that. Just wanted to catch you guys up on my life. Um, really, really exciting. I received some news today. I woke up, my eyes, you know, they opened. I go to my phone immediately because it's a strange addiction that I have to social media, obviously. I mean, Twitter is like, Twitter is like the social media that I will never, ever, ever, ever give up. It's the funniest place on the internet. But anyways, I get a message and they're like, this is alleged T allegedly, allegedly. This is, this is just all alleged that Brielle Bierman is engaged and possibly pregnant. Nah. Okay. Brielle Bierman. I, I can't believe I'm saying this. I love Kim Zolciak, you guys. I, I probably lost 50% of you already, but I do. I find her to be so goddamn charming. Like, I, I know she's problematic. Like, I understand. But I also am just, like, fascinated by her. Her love with Croy, like, is just, it's, like, real. And, like, they really have this, like, really great connection. And I love that we got to see when they met on camera and it, it was such like a Kim way like she grabbed she talked about his ass like the first five seconds of meeting him and like he loves her for that he loves her for like her weirdness and her you know extraness so I also feel strangely like how I do with a lot of housewives kids like I know I'm not that much older than Brielle but I feel like wa I watched her grow up like I watched Brielle when she had braces and a heavy side bang. And like they had that wall in their house in the townhouse where like anyone who visited the house would sign the wall. And then it was like a really big deal when they moved because they were like, oh my God, we're losing the wall. And I mean, it was like covered in signatures. Go back and watch. If you feel like rewatching Real House of Atlanta, I mean, you should always be in the mood, but I just love that family. I don't like Chef Tracy. Chef Tracy was a real downfall for me. I don't be tardy for the party. I know people always are like, who is watching this? It's like me. I'm keeping the lights on over at don't be tardy for the party. Like, I mean, not anymore. It got canceled, but 
for a long time, it was me, <laughs> me, myself, and I. I just, God, I just love them. And then, like, when I saw her at BravoCon, I was like, God, look at her. Love her. She looks absolutely insane. But it almost, like, works for her, like, the lips and the hair and the boobs. Like, it just kind of, like, it, it works for her. I wish that she would, like, tone it down on, like, the filters on social media. I think that's not normal. Uh, I wish that she would just, like, leave that alone because, like, her face is just her face. Like, who cares? It's always been, you know, she's always had, you know, a face. But anyways, Brielle, 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 Brielle. So Brielle dated the baseball player. What was his name? I don't remember. He was, like, a blonde baseball player. He was, like, Mike, Mike, Michael. I think it was Michael and he had like blonde hair. He was real cute. They did like a really cute carnival photo shoot a couple years ago. Like I could never like the fact that this girl is like only, I think 22, 20, maybe 24. I don't know. No, I think she's 22 and like did these photo shoots when she was like 19. I was like, God bless you. Like I looked a hot mess when I was 19. I was, I had lots of demons when I was 19. Uh, but she just, uh, yeah, so she was dating this guy, Mike, who then is, I, I'm so bad about names, but he then, they broke up. He got traded to the White Sox or whatever. He was like going to be like this up and coming like star. He, um, then began to date. I think her name is Vanessa from Riverdale. And then they, she got pregnant and then like, he completely is like out of the picture. Like, I don't know where he is. He he did a couple interviews for like the Chicago Times or something, the Chicago Tribune. I don't know what what it's called over there, but he was like, you know, I got to take care of my mental health. So I think he's got like, you know, he's he's dealing with a lot of things like that. But so anyways, I'm just trying to give you guys some backstory on Brielle here. And then Brielle has this best friend, Zach. So Zach has been around forever. And Zach and her are always on Instagram together. They're always eating dinner together. He's with the family all the time. And this was going on for years. Like even when she was dating this guy, like Zach was her ride or die bestie. And then I think they started dating. It was a little confusing because they always looked really close, even when they were friends. So it's like when they started dating, it was like, well, shit, are you guys? Like it, it's always been kind of like, I've always been side-eyeing that relationship because it always felt, I just never knew what the fuck was going on. Now I'm hearing that she's engaged to a mystery man and that Zach doesn't know and she might be pregnant. So, I mean, if this isn't Kim Zolciak's Kris Jenner type, you know, ways trying to get Don't Be Tardy for the party back, on our screens, I think now is the time. I would love to watch this unfold. I would love to see a pregnant Brielle. Love, love, love. Because Grandma Rose, the psychic who just recently passed away, Grandma Rose, uh, the psychic to Kim Zolciak, did tell Brielle that she was going to get married young and have kids young. So I'm just saying, Grandma Rose has never been wrong. That's all I'm going to say. She's never been wrong. She told Kim that she was going to have kids. And Kim was like, what are you talking about? Like, what? I'm not going to have any more kids. Bam. Had kids. Had like six more kids. Speaking of pregnancies, Kylie Jenner is pregnant with her second child. So if you guys remember back in like 2017, there was all of this speculation of her being pregnant and she did like, she hid herself from the world for nine months. Like 
she wasn't anywhere to be seen because she was like, she said on the reunion with Andy Cohen, she was like, I just really wanted that time to be like really peaceful and relaxed and like not have to worry about paparazzi. And Kim was like, yeah, paparazzi are fucking demons from hell. And they made my pregnancy with North horrible. And like, I don't know if you guys remember, I mean, you probably do. If you listen to this podcast, you're probably like well-versed in that world. But Kim like was literally tortured by the media when she was pregnant. Like they made fun of her body. They made fun of her weight. They made fun of everything. And it's so sick. Like this woman is carrying a child and you're comparing her to an like free willy. It was so fucked up. And Kim was like, yeah, I don't really know why I chose to wear that dress. She's like, but I mean, you don't have to say shit about it. And I was like, good for you, Kim. I mean, because the dress was absolutely hideous. And not talking about the dress she wore to the Met Gala that was like the flower dress. I actually really liked that dress. I know people compared it to, to a couch. I really like that dress. I'm talking about the black and white like panel dress she wore. It was like just a random day. I think she was out shopping actually with Brody Jenner because that's when like the family was trying to like kind of still stay together um, and like, you know, rehash some things from childhood, whatever, whatever. It was a moment because it just was not a cute dress. It was, it was a look. But so people have been speculating for weeks that Kylie is pregnant. I mean, the internet sleuths have been doing the most Thank God for them. They've been looking at her Instagram posts like they're like Kylie pre-planned all of these posts. And I'm like, that is some mastermind shit. It's kind of amazing. I know Mindy Kaling did this when she was pregnant with her daughter, Catherine, but like everything was like pre-planned. Like she wanted like no one to know. So I think Kylie was trying to do that again with, you know, the second child, but people are like too smart (laughs) for this. Like, they were starting to look at her nail color and like her poses that she posted before when she was pregnant with Stormy and blah, blah, blah. Like the internet has just been literally detectives, little Nancy Graces. Like they have been trying to figure it out. But then Caitlyn Jenner is on video talking to someone and she says, you know, I have 18 grandchildren. Oh, and I just found out the other day it's going to be 19. I'm like, you fucking mess. She cannot help herself. I'm sorry, but like, I know that it was probably a slip up, but like, you can't have slip ups like this. Not when your daughter is like one of the most famous people in the world who probably didn't want this to be the announcement that she was having another baby. She probably didn't want to announce it. She wanted to keep it a secret. Now, I do think that there were some people speculating that she was going to like, come out at the Met Gala and say, you know, oh, surprise, I'm pregnant. Here's my bump. Like there were people speculating about that. But overall, I'm just like, that's kind of shitty. And I bet Chris was pissed about this. Absolutely pissed. I would be, I would be upset. That This is like when Angelina Jolie's dad did this to her. Like when she was, I think, adopting Maddox, he completely like, violated that privacy for her. And that is one of the reasons that they did not speak for years. It was either, it was either she was adopting or she was pregnant with Shiloh at the time. Like he fucking put it on blast, you know, of course, quote unquote, unintentionally, but it's like, when you have a daughter that that is that famous, like you have to be more intentional what you say. It's just so stupid. So fucking stupid. Also 18. I didn't think about that because I don't associate Caitlyn with the Kardashians anymore. So I, I like forgot she would consider North or Rain or 
true as like one of her grandchildren. I don't know why. I just like, it, there was like a separation there for me for a minute. I was like 18. I was like, Brody hasn't had a kid that I know of. Like, what the fuck? Anyways, so we're going to take a quick break and come back and talk Bachelor. Let's be honest, ratings and reviews are so important, especially when you're in need of a doctor. You wouldn't go to a restaurant if they only had one star, so I go through all of that with a healthcare provider. And after the last year, now is the time to prioritize your health. Whether you need a primary care physician, a dentist, dermatologist, psychiatrist, eye doctor, or other specialist, ZocDoc has you covered. Just download the free ZocDoc app, the easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. With ZocDoc, you can search for local doctors who take your insurance, read verified patient reviews, and book an appointment in person or video chat. Never wait on hold with a receptionist again. ZocDoc makes healthcare easy. Go to ZocDoc.com H-O-T-M and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top-rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com H-O-T-M. Okay, I rarely get into Bachelor, like, deeply, but there are just some things that I just can't help myself that I have to comment on, okay? First of all, Dean and Kaylin, who have been together for several years, he's from, I believe, JoJo season, and then they met on Bachelor in Paradise, and then I think he broke up with her, like, on her birthday or something, like, total dick move. First of all, just found out she's, like, 26. That shit blew my goddamn mind because in my head I'm like she was 26 four years ago I truly was speechless and then I found out he's only 32 I'm like what I thought I thought both of them were in their 30s truly I really did they seem like they look more mature like I don't know I just so Kaylin used to be kind of like she was a pageant girl so she was like more glam she was more like I don't know like more done up all the time And then she met Dean, who's kind of a strange character, if we're being honest. The man's father is very eccentric. If you remember, if you don't, please Google Dean's dad, Bachelor Jojo. Please just look that up. It's a a doozy. He's not what you'd expect. And it was honestly refreshing because I was sick of like going to these like super rich people's houses, like every single, you know, hometowns. It's like, how are all these people rich? Like I... I don't understand. Like, can someone just live in a normal house and just be normal? Like, we need we need more of that. I'm sick of seeing these rich fucking people on The Bachelor. I just want normal people. Anyways, so Kaylin and Dean, they got back together. And Dean lived in a van for a while. No shade. If that's what you want to do, that's great. I think people who can do that are amazing and they probably live like a much richer fuller life than I do seeing as I think on my health app yesterday it said I did 45 steps I didn't move so it's like he is probably so happy okay but Kaylin kind of like adopted this way of life as well like she became very crunchy very granola no makeup like nothing and it's like that's fine but it's like is that you or is are you are you kind of like morphing into 
what he wants you to be. And maybe he's not outwardly saying, I want you to do this, but like, I don't know. So she did an interview with Us Weekly last week. And she said to Sarah, the girl doing the interview, she was like, I feel like people think that he's a lot, or I'm more into him than he's into me. And I'm like, I don't know. That just doesn't sit right with me. Like, if you have to say that, if you have to even preface your relationship by saying something like that, I would take a look. I would take a look at that, at your relationship and really, because it's like, sometimes people can see things clearer than you can because you're in it. So you're probably like, maybe you're not seeing things. It's just very strange, but that's not the reason why I'm talking about them. The reason I'm talking about them is because they don't say I love you to each other. They've been dating for years. And they don't say I love you. So Dean was on Help I Suck at Dating, the podcast, hosted by another Bachelor Nation person, Jared, who's married. So it's like, obviously, you don't suck at dating. You're fucking married. Like, what are you talking about? Anyways, these Bachelor people are crazy. So he says, she calls me Maka, M-A-K-A. But that's something I made up. Then she just ran with it. I hate saying the L word. That's fucking weird. I'm sorry. Like, you don't like saying the L word? Like, grow up. It's your girlfriend of years. And you're just like, I just don't like saying it. It's like, then then you need to seek therapy. Because that's very strange. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why this bothered me so much. Because then... On his Instagram story, like the next day after this all came out, he like was like, he posted something like, oh, I love that. It's like, well, Dean, do you, I thought you didn't like saying that word. Or is it just to the person that you're in a relationship with, do you have a problem? It feels fucking strange. And I'm sorry, but my intuition is like, I always say this every episode, it's which like, I have very deep intuition. And I actually saw this TikTok and it was like, women's intuition has been so there's so much misogyny surrounding women having intuition that like we aren't listening to our guts and we're not listening to like what we are actually feeling because we have been taught and it has been ingrained in us. That's like crazy or we're overthinking and it's like, no bitch, it's called gut feelings. And I'm sorry, you don't know how to pinpoint a feeling. Women do. That's something that really bothers me actually about men, period straight men, I don't know, I, just speaking from experience, they think that they get a cookie for like identifying a feeling. Like I've been identifying feelings since I was in like preschool. I'm happy. Sam is sad. Sam is excited. Sam is frustrated. I don't know why men think that this is like a fucking foreign concept, but it's so irritating to me that like because a man like can identify what he's feeling all of a sudden he's like getting praised. It's like, bitch, grow up. Like, what are you talking about? It's so irritating to me. So anyway, so Dean, I don't know. Sorry about that. Dean and Caitlin don't say I love you. And again, I just find it weird. I think, I think she should really take a look at that. And like, why would you, I don't know about you guys, but like, I would have a hard time with that. I'm, this is strictly an opinionated podcast. I am not saying what I think is like the end all be all, but I just personally couldn't, be in a relationship like that. Like where you don't say I love you to each other. You say other words, like you make up fucking words. It's just like, feels very icky. I don't know. There's something very weird about it. And it feels like he's 
very distant. Um, and she said, she's like, I think people have a misconception that he's, you know, not as into me as I'm into him, but he's actually super romantic and blah, 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 blah. It's like, you will never catch me justifying a relationship to anybody. Okay. Never, ever. The day that that fucking happens, you need to slap me across the face and be like, break up with him. The day that I'm looking at anybody being like, well, no, he's actually, it's like, girl, that shouldn't be happening. I'm sorry. Anyways, other Bachelor Nation venting situations that I need to talk about. Nick, I believe it's Vile is his last name. V-I-A-L-L. See, I don't, I'm not that tapped in. I don't really know how to pronounce people's last names, but I have lots of opinions, obviously. So I've been noticing. So I'm on TikTok. He always pops up on my For You page and he's always doing this like heavy MySpace downward angle with his phone. He's usually always shirtless. And this guy is the most condescending motherfucker I have ever seen. And he makes me like enraged. So he's been on The Bachelor forever. Like he was on Caitlyn's season, notoriously was like getting ready to propose. And she was like, oh no, don't do that. Please don't, please don't propose to me. So he's kind of notoriously like a fuck boy, you know? And now that he's 40, 40 and in a relationship and I'm not age shaming here, but I believe she's probably 23, 24 beautiful. I follow her on Instagram. I find her to be absolutely stunning. There's literally no shade to Natalie. Shout out to Natalie Joy. Chef's kiss. You're stunning, beautiful, amazing body goals. Like she's an inspo for me. I don't know how much the inspiration is working because I didn't leave my bed yesterday, but we're getting there anyways. So Nick does these TikToks and he'll do it on Instagram too. We're like women, I believe are asking him questions about dating or like a situationship that they're in. And he is so fucking condescending and it's always making it like the woman's issue. Like if a guy DMs you at 12 o'clock at night and you respond, you're the problem. It's so strange. And so then yesterday on his Instagram story, he was watching Sex in the City, which it's like, it's a great show. Hello, I have a podcast plug, shortcomings, every Wednesday, new episodes. We're going chronological order here. Anyways, He's like, is Carrie toxic as fuck? I think Carrie's toxic. Should I talk about Carrie being toxic? Bitch, yes, welcome. She is toxic. But do I need another fucking white man's opinion on a woman's behavior? No, especially not his, especially not on Carrie fucking Bradshaw. I don't need a white man's opinion on fucking Carrie Bradshaw. I don't need a man's opinion on Sex in the City, period. Except Chris. Chris, you're the exception. I'll hear Chris's opinion all day. I'm talking strictly straight men. I don't, I don't want to hear it. I'm sorry. I was so pissed about this because it's like, what are you going to talk about, Nick? That, oh, she's toxic. Oh, she's, you know, narcissistic. Oh, she's messy. We know we've all watched it. It's like, he thinks that he's like just discovering these things. And it's like, he has to tell us women like how we should interact with fuck boys and how we should be. It's like, how about you talk to men? How about you talk to Greg, who you just had on your podcast and talk to him about his shitty behavior? How about you do that? Why are you like talking at women? You know why he's doing that? Because it gets him, I mean, frankly, 
it gets some more money. And it feels like a lot of internalized misogyny with the women as well. Like they like hearing from a man what they should be doing rather than like if a woman were to say something to them. I'm just saying women take a, you know, look at that. But it's so irritating to me watching him every day go on there being like, this is how you should act because he's acting this way towards you. Well, why is this man acting like this? Why are we not questioning the men's behavior here? Why is it always like us that have to course correct? Why is it always us that have to like swerve the drama bombs? I don't understand. Why can't men just like show up correctly? Why is it always us? Maybe I, I have a lot of anger today. I'm just pissed. Like I'm so tired of these men. So they show up like, okay, here's my thing. And this is like my approach to dating as of recently. I come correct every single time I'm on a date. I look nice. I smell nice. I showered. I don't say inappropriate things. I don't, I mean, I might say some inappropriate things because it's me, but I'm not like, you know, I don't talk shit about my exes. I don't act rude towards waiters and bartenders. Like, I just don't understand why these men get so many passes. And I was talking to a friend about this recently. Her and I were talking about like our own issues with dating. And one of my biggest issues is, and I'm learning this not just with actually just dating, but with just people in general. I am a little too empathetic to the point like where I justify people's shitty behavior towards me because I'm like, oh, well, they probably had something bad happen to them in in their childhood. Oh, they have a bad relationship with their mom. Oh, they have a lot of things going on at work. Like I will, I will excuse any shitty behavior and that is a huge problem. And it's something that I'm working on. So now that I'm like seeing that in myself, I get like angry watching it play out in front of me because I'm like, why are we doing this? Why do we excuse men's behavior? Oh, and I just don't mean Nick Vile's fucking opinion on what women should be doing and how women should act because now he's in a relationship. Now he knows things. I, maybe I wouldn't have an issue with it if it's just, if he changed the way he went about these things. Like if the, it's like lower the camera angle, talk to us like we're people don't be so condescending. And like, he's on this like reformed fuckboy high horse. And I've had it. I want to push him off the horse. Like you need to be humbled real quickly. You're 40. You're 40 years old and doing this. Like, oh, I just get so heated about that shit. Sorry about that little rant. I don't even know what I just said. I blacked out completely. So again, I woke up this morning and I just don't know why these random thoughts and feelings that come to me, like in the dead of night, I don't know where they come from. I don't know if it's subconscious. Maybe I saw something in the last few days that reminded me of it. And now I'm just now like, processing it all. But I have a bone to pick with the 2011 media that worshipped Pippa Middleton's butt. Because guys, I posted on my Instagram today because I had to remind people like this was the ass that broke the internet in 2000. I mean, it just shows where we were as a society in 2011. Pippa is a beautiful woman. She's got a great body. But like, it's insane. Like the headlines that were coming out, it was like, there was a headline that came out. It was like, let's take a look back at Pippa's butt. What? Pardon? What are we doing? And even Pippa was like, what is going on? She's like, has anyone seen Kim Kardashian? Like, why are you guys talking about my butt? There is nothing to see. It was just so weird. I just had a major bone to pick with them. Like, I mean, 2011, it's crazy. It was 10 years ago. It feels like yesterday. 
the media 10 years ago was so different. And I just think that that shit is just crazy. Like, please, please, please go look at these photos of her on Kate's, Kate and uh, William's wedding day, because it's like, that's what everyone was up in arms about. And I had so many, so many funny DMs about it this morning. People were like, yeah, like no one understood like what that was. Like it was, it was just crazy. So I kind of ranted a lot today. So sorry about that. But thanks for, if you're still listening, thanks for, thanks for staying. I really appreciate it. We will be back, you know, Friday, every Friday for Bravo Fridays on Hot Off the Mess. Obviously, we're going to be talking about Real House of Potomac, Beverly Hills. Maybe I'll touch on New York. Who knows? And I'm going to talk about the Shaw's reunion on Bravo Friday because it needs to be discussed. So you have that to look forward to. I also have great interviews. We're trying to figure things out schedule-wise with some people. So keep a lookout for all of that and make sure to check out the other podcast brought to you by the dip there is but now we said it which is going in chronological order through season one of orange county he has great guests great perspectives uh steve shout out to you uh there's slut pig podcast tv watch repeat the daily pop chaser podcast there's exposed which is a drag race podcast he's incredible the people he gets on this show is like amazing So yeah, just go make sure you check that out and subscribe, rate, and review. And I'll see you guys this week. Bye. Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. Enjoy quality homemade meals without the hassle. With Chef, you can choose from thousands of authentic dishes prepared with care by the best local cooks in your community, all made with fresh ingredients and delivered right to your door. It's like your own personal chef with an unbeatable variety. Explore cuisines from over 90 different countries from Mexico to Thailand and more at chef.com. That's chef with an S.com.